Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Gospel of Mark paints such a real picture of the Christian life. Three women, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome, they're walking to the tomb early Sunday morning where Jesus is buried. Mark says that they go so that they might anoint him. But on their way to the Lord, they're wrestling with a question. Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? Mark tells us that the stone used to seal the tomb where Jesus was laid was very large. Megas sphroda in Greek. Megas, mega, large, substantial, enormous, and sphrodra, very much so, exceedingly so. This stone, it was exceedingly large, or quite literally in the Greek, large, very much large. The point? They can't move it. And they know they can't move it. There's no hope. Everyone experiences this. Have you ever come across something so large, so heavy, that you cannot move it? And that you needed someone else to move it for you? This happens to me like literally every day. <laughs> Thankfully, I have Alyssa. And now that we have children, I get to experience it from the other side. There's so many things that children can't lift, can't move. They need their parents to help them. They can't even zip up their coat without you helping. They can't buckle themselves or unbuckle themselves out of the car. They, they can't lift heavy things. They, it's not a question of if or longing. They, they long to, to help. When you go to the store and, and you go to Tractor Supply and you're carrying that 50-pound bag of chicken feed, your child looks up at you and says, Mommy, can I carry that? <laughs> you know, your child is maybe 25 pounds, 30 pounds. It's like, there's no way. They want to help. They just can't. They don't have the strength to. Who will roll away the stone for us? Dear saints of God, may I suggest to you that it's not the stone that gets in the way of seeing Jesus that morning. Yes, the stone is large. Yes, it is quite heavy. But that's not what keeps someone from coming to the Lord. It's just a stone. And Jesus says, You silence my disciples, and I tell you, from these very stones they will cry out. Stones, they're such little things. There's something far heavier far greater than any stone. Yes, even a large, very much large stone on this earth. And it cannot be moved. The human heart. Jeremiah 17 verse 9 says that the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? The heart of man is what gets in the way of seeing Jesus and coming to him. The sin-stained heart and our uncanny ability to inflict pain on others and on ourselves is limitless 
Yes, very much so. Jesus told his followers that it is from within, out of the heart of man, comes evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within, from the heart, and they defile a person. An early church father, St. Peter Chrysologus, from the 4th and 5th century, he once said that, Is it the stone of the tomb or your own heart that stands in the way? The heart of man is shut and unable to discover the glory of the open grave. It's not some stone made of rock and earth that comes between us and our Lord. It's your very heart that must be dealt with, moved, rolled away. And saints, that's no easy thing. In fact, it's impossible. You are no more able to change or move your heart than a young child could carry a 100-pound bag of feed. It's not a question of longing. Of course we want to do it. It's a question of strength. Who can move their heart of stone? Who has the strength to remove the evil and the wickedness within their own heart? Who has the strength to set their heart right before the God of hosts? No one. No, not one. The human heart, it is too heavy of a thing for you, dear child. It cannot be lifted by you. It cannot be tamed by you. It cannot be set right by your own power or strength. Your heart is deceitful above all things, desperately sick, and you fail to understand it. Very much so. Perhaps you have carried such questions to the Lord this past year with a broken heart. Who can roll away this stone? Who can overcome this? Who can take care of this? Why can't I get my life together? Why does this addiction keep having its way with me? Why do I keep on sinning? Why do I do the things that I know I shouldn't? Why do I do the things? Why do I not do the things that I know that I should? Why can't I trust in God perfectly? Why am I so filled with worry? You say not to worry, and yet my life at times it's filled with worry. You say not to fear, and yet my life it's filled with fear. You say to walk humbly, yet I know myself to be so arrogant and self-righteous. These three women, Mary, Magdalene, and Mary, the mother of James and Salome, they paint such a real picture of the Christian life. They fully recognize their, the very real limitations and inabilities of human strength. They don't have it, and yet they still go to the tomb because Jesus is there. So they bring their questions, their heavy hearts, their lack of strength, and they go to Jesus, the one who yearns for such hearts of stone. 
He yearns for the broken and contrite and restless heart. They look up and behold, they see that the stone had been rolled back. They enter the tomb and they see a young man sitting on the right side, dressed in a white robe, and they're afraid. He says to them, don't be afraid. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him, and go, tell his disciples and Peter that he is going before you to Galilee. Dear saints of God, Jesus Christ is risen from the dead, and he goes before you. Let your heart take courage. Jesus is risen. He goes before his disciples into Galilee. Jesus Christ is risen, and he goes before you, wherever you go. For thus says the Lord, I will take you from the nations and gather you from all the countries and bring you into your own land. I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you shall be clean from all your uncleanness and from all your idols. I will cleanse you, and I will give you a new heart, a new spirit. I will put within you, and I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. Jesus is risen. He goes before you, and he has entered your heart and removed the stone and given you a heart of flesh which believes in him. For all who believe, that Jesus Christ is risen from the dead, most certainly have been given a heart of flesh, and that kind of heart can only be created by God's strength alone, not by man. Jesus is risen, and he goes before you, and he has entered your heart, and he clears away every sin and stain, causing you to confess every sin all your insufficiencies, trusting that his grace alone is sufficient for you and that his power, it is made perfect in weakness. That kind of heart, it can only be created by God's strength alone, not by man. Jesus is risen and he goes before you and your children and he has entered your heart, causing you to seek his face to raise your children to know him and to love him and to follow him and to serve those around you. And that kind of heart, it's only created by God's strength. See, the beauty of Mark's gospel is Jesus Christ and the very real picture of the Christian life which seeks him in all things. Christians have questions. Christians have struggles. Christians have barriers. Christians are insufficient. Christians cannot move mountains, a stone, or even their own heart. But God can. And he does. And the Lord who created the mountains and every stone in your very heart will certainly not delay in coming swiftly to your aid and creating in you a clean heart, a heart of flesh, and renewing a right spirit within you.
in the waters of your baptism. God sprinkled you with clean water, and he gave you a heart of flesh. And the same strength which raised Jesus from the dead now lives within you. And because of that strength, and that strength alone, it shall come to pass on the last day that your body will rise from the dead just like his. And God will wipe away every tear from your face, and death will be no more. And it will be said on that day, Behold, this is our God. We have waited for him, that he might save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. Let us be glad and rejoice in his salvation. Take heart, dear believers. Jesus Christ has already gone before you and has prepared your way. Amen. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.